Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted a sample of the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. Hey everyone, it's Kelsey and Jeff, and we are here to tell you a bit about our partner Anchor. We know that you're a fan of this podcast and maybe you thought, hey, I want to make a podcast too. Well, we have great news for you guys. We want to tell you all about Anchor. It's the easiest way to make a podcast for a few reasons, but to start out, it's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many more. Plus, you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Do it, you guys, and enjoy the show. I'm on a journey to get better, and I want to do it with you. And I'm not just focusing on physical health. I'm focusing on everything, emotional wellness, spirituality, finances, relationships, and so much more. Every week, it will be my personal goal to bring us, the world's leading healers, experts, and game changers, to share groundbreaking secrets and tips to getting better in all areas of life. Getting better isn't easy, but it's a whole lot easier when we can do it together. Welcome to Better Together with me, Maria Menounos. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to Better Together. When you know better, you get better. Right, Scam? Right. (laughs) I'm currently getting better right now. (laughs) Um, I have like a dyslexia sometimes with certain things like people's names and um weird things so anyhow um i was just telling steph i'm like ah, i don't know something um anyway we are here we're going to be here every day with you guys through this crisis so that we can be together and help each other um we have a lot of stuff that we're going to be doing in the upcoming days we're going to do an episode with a psychiatrist who can help us um with suicide prevention because um, we know that this is going to be a really difficult time for people in so many ways. Um, Even just the psychological ramifications of being kind of locked up, um, seeing, you know, the craziness of what's going to come in the world and what's already happening in the world is sad enough. So we are going to do stuff like that. Um, I've been texting Steph relentlessly um, with show ideas what else did I come up with? So many. Remember. Like, 
oh, the main thing, well, I'm really excited about today. We have a renowned psychic medium, John Edward, coming. But also, really interesting questions Maria is asking about, like, dogs. If we pet dogs, but we're in quarantine with people and, like, with your family, you're social di- practicing some social distancing. Oh, yeah. If you pet the dog and you kind and you have it, do they get it if they pet the dog? And um, we have people doing great work on the streets, like, getting people some help and a whole bunch of other great things There's happening. a lot of beautiful stories. Yep. Like, if, if you lived through 9-11, you know that it brought out the best in people. Um, and crisis usually does. I mean, if we focus on the negative, we can, but let's focus on the positive. There's really beautiful stories. Like I've been posting them on my Instagram. If you don't follow me at Maria Menounos, me noun OS, um, you know, whether it's the Italians singing and dancing on their balconies, um, or, you know, the story of this elderly man who was celebrating a 67th wedding anniversary with his wife who has Alzheimer's in the nursing home. That made me weep. I could not even take it. So he went to see her, but because he couldn't see her because of social distancing and quarantining, he made a balloon like set up and signs outside of her window. And you can see her in the window waving at him. And it was so beautiful um, just to see love at 67 years and how relentless he was to like make sure she knew He was there and it's so beautiful. And I just see all of the people that are helping. Oh my God, I'm going to cry. All of the people that are helping the elderly right now and, and, you know, setting up early shopping hours for them. And, you know, I saw a girl on the news today and she's, she works for Trader Joe's and she's helping to like deliver food for people. Like it's, it's such, if we focus on the beauty of this, hopefully we'll continue to manifest more of that. Yes. I've never thought there was more of a time to follow the Esther Hicks and Wayne Dyers and all of that and really put into practice our training that we've been doing here and better together and visualizing and, and voicing our desires rather than our fears. I'm having a struggle with that. Not going to lie because I feel like I'm having to breathe reality into people every day so that they can be as prepared as possible. I'm a preparer. I'm a producer. I have to think of the worst case scenario. And so we've been doing that. Um, We have a really great quote for the day. It's really a wonder that I haven't dropped all my ideals because they seem so absurd and impossible to carry out. Yet I keep them because in spite of everything, I still believe that people are really good at heart. And that is by Anne Frank. Beautiful quote exactly what we're talking about yeah she it's so crazy how history really means nothing with experiences like these she her story has been so important for so many different points of history and the what she said is just if she can do it we can all do it yeah we can all keep that hope yeah absolutely and hope is what we need right now we need hope we need as a people To distance ourselves, yes, number one. Absolutely. We need to be prepared for the worst, and the worst in my mind is like mandated quarantining at home, which means you have to fend for yourself. Kevin, unfortunately, has had the duty in our house to keep going out and getting any essentials that we haven't thought about up until now. Um, For example, I realized the other day, and he never got it, but um, we might need to plant some food. Right. I just texted my parents that this morning. Yeah. So Kevin got seeds like we have a garden, but it's not, you know, that big right now. 
So we got more stuff to plant so that we don't have to go to the supermarket as much. Um, we have to really um, prepare with generators. If you don't have a generator in case the power goes out, that would be a wonderful thing to have if you can. Um, and so things like that. And of course, there are so many things. Um, Steph, you never gave me the printout of the Dr. Oz um, suggestions, but he had an entire protocol. Do you have to go in to get it from the printer now? Yeah, take me one second. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> okay. Um, so Dr. Oz had an entire um, precautionary measures list of things that he shared with his audience, including how to properly hand wash. Now, I retweeted this. If you haven't seen it, it's actually really cool. I never thought about the fact that you really need to like get your thumbs and, you know, twisted and then you got to get your fingertips and you got to really like grease your palms. And there's a whole protocol that he has to make sure you wash your hands properly. So his survival protocol, and we're going to get to John Edwards soon, um, which I'm so excited about because I'm really curious what a psychic, a world-renowned psychic has to say about what we're in for. Um, but his coronavirus survival protocol, Dr. Oz's, is get enough sleep, which we know is really good for the immune system, exercise. When you're on the go 24-7 like me, guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. <laughs> and that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me. From working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials, it's been my go-to for so many years. And having everything in one place is such a time saver for me. With being a first-time mom, for a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully our jobs and everything in between, but it's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're going to love it. Regularly, 30 minutes every other day at least. Improve your air quality. Humidifiers are really great because viruses don't like humidifiers. Um... And HEPA filters decrease the number of virus particles in the air. Meditate. He said that could help support the immune system. Obviously, no handshakes, no face touching. Triple your hand washing time. Only 5% of us wash our hands with soap and water for 20 seconds. I probably do about 10 seconds, truthfully, as my nose is dripping. Excuse me. Um, I probably do about 20 seconds, uh, 10 seconds, not 20. So I'm going to really focus on that. Um, use hand sanitizer with at least 60% alcohol, disinfect surfaces with sprays instead of wipes, which can spread germs from one surface to another. Let the surface remain wet for three minutes prior to drying. Ooh, didn't know that one. Yeah, neither did I, but Kevin was actually, we, in the studio, we were doing that Yeah, and I, we would spray it and then leave it. And I was like, what? And then my husband's a genius. He is a genius. Okay. Preparation. Have a two-week supply of essential items, including household supplies, toilet paper, soap, detergent. If you have not found toilet paper, I'm going to tell you all a secret. If you go to gas stations in the corner where they have just random supplies, I saw toilet paper, individual rolls, 
So it wasn't the way people normally see it. They also had gallons of milk. This was as of like maybe Thursday. Um, but I really feel like people have overlooked some of these things. And I found out yesterday, someone told me that there was hand sanitizer at the gas stations. So look in odd places. Yeah. I went to the Dollar Tree. It wasn't that oh, yeah? bad. Yeah. <clears throat> I couldn't get everything, but I was able to get some stuff. Got it. Uh, food, try to prepare for shelf stable pantry goods, frozen items, of course, um, and your prescriptions. So Dr. Oz is saying two weeks. I'm saying at least a month. That's what I've been planning for. Start now to eat your fruits and vegetables, leafy greens, blackberries, blueberries, um, to get your essential vitamins. You want D3, 1200 IU daily. We got D3, so we're all on it in our house. Um, he said to get the flu shot to avoid confusing the seasonal flu with the COVID-19. But I don't know who wants to go into a doctor's office right now to get a flu shot. I saw that and I'm the same way. Like, I just don't think I'm doing it. Maybe a Rite Aid pharmacist. I I, I don't, I'm not going to do it, but. Yeah, I think just quarantining ourselves yeah. is probably going to be good enough. Zinc is actually really good if you're sick. Um, we're on it anyway. Um, 80 milligrams a day, he says, 250 milligrams of vitamin C, beta glucon, 250 milligrams a day, and then elderberry syrup or lozenges four times a day for five days. So I have, um, I've been ordering my juices from press juicery. I just started doing that recently. And so I got some elderberry shots. I've never, I've had elderberry tea, yeah, but not shots. Yeah. I don't know why this was so hard for me to think of. But getting green juices for some reason in our area is difficult. You wouldn't be surprised. And so I finally just started ordering it and having it delivered. And then I have for everybody so that everybody can be staying really um, as healthy as possible right now because trying to go get all these, you know, vegetables and stuff is really difficult. Yeah. Um, But some of these juice companies still have them. So if you want and can... That's another another idea. option, yeah, yeah, for sure. Shout out to everyone in the chat right now, though. DJ Toshini, Gage Leonard, Star Drew, Matthew Gold. Um, oh, Mar- Star Drew says Maria should rewatch Wizard of Oz and return to Oz Marathon. Yes. Uh, oh my God, what a great idea! I think we all need that. I know. I want to click my heels and pretend this isn't yes. happening. <laughs> Gage Leonard said, stay healthy. Here's an inspirational quote from Maria and Steph. Love everyone. Life is just too short for anything else. I love agree. It. Love it. Love it. Love it. Thank you guys for joining us. Like I said, we're going to be here every day. Tell your friends and family there is a positive place to be so we can all um, be together. And I'm trying to think of other things that we could be doing together. While we're all here, rather we'll be than meditating even... <clears throat> together at the end of this. Yeah, at the end of the show, we're going to meditate together. Um, but before we get into some of this other stuff, let's get to our guest. Yes. John Edward, renowned psychic. Um, I love him. He's amazing. And I said, hey, can you make it on the show tomorrow? And he's like, I'm in, I'm in. So let's get him on the line and and chat with him for a little bit and see what he sees. I'm curious. Absolutely. Calling him right now. I wonder if everyone can hear that. That's fun. Hi, John. How are you? I'm good. Can you see me? I can. I can see you. 
Thank you. My um, my talented husband redid our entire studio a couple months ago, so we um, we're broadcasting from a very bright, sunny facility now. It's nice. I like it. Yeah, I went from the Starship Enterprise like look to kind of like a lemon forest. <laughs> I like it though. Thanks. Healings. So you are in uh, NYC now. I am. I'm actually out, out on Long Island in my office. And Corn. so luckily you can do your job from anywhere. I can. Yes. I mean, a lot of my work is this over the phone, Skyping, talking to people. Yeah. So I don't have to be next to a person. So it's kind of good. So, John, of course, one of the things I thought of instantly was like, we need to talk to you. I really want to see or know what you're seeing, what you're feeling. Um, what can you tell us? So I'm going to tell you about three years ago, um, somebody had a conversation with me and they said, how do you see the, like the financial markets? And I was like, you know, I don't really do that. I go, but I'd be really cautious because I think March is going to be tough. So this was three years ago. So March came and went two or three times. And then this year I started to see around October of last year, started to feel just weird overall, like everywhere I was going, whether it be in Australia, because I, I worked there a lot or even here, started to feel like the energy was shifting. And I, I felt like it was like the universe's way of saying, you're not listening. So now I got to make you sit up and take notice. And that's the kind of place that I feel like we're in right now. So wow. whether it, the fires that were happening in Australia that delivers us a sense of community. Yeah. Um, if it's the COVID-19, which is forcing people into isolation and to kind of disconnect from everyday routine type of stuff, I think it's really about humanity. So people keep asking me, when, when do I think that this is going to shift? I think it's going to shift when people start taking their humanity and community more seriously than their 401ks. So I think that the measure of success for people for the last three and a half, four years has been wow, the stock market's great or my 401k is great. I'm going to look past some of the other stuff that might be taking place. And this is not political. This is just literally the times that we're in. Um, and I think it's forcing us to look at our sense of humanity and community. Wow. I think um, Kevin was saying something similar but different yesterday because he was like, I think that we have all been so spoiled and um, and the younger generation doesn't understand um, responsibility and, you know, kind of the the grown up kind of things. And he's like, this is going to change everybody for the better. I think so. I think that there's a there's a huge reality and a, and a curve that has to happen. Like so the the craziness with toilet paper and paper towels and like all of that hoarding mentality. I go back to 1979. In 1979, we had the the gas issue where I think it was like you had to like odd days and even days you were able to get gas and you weren't able to get gas. And there was a little bit more messaging that made people feel more like they were aware of what was going on and they had information. But I think that without information, my background's in my actual background in, is in healthcare and public administration and epidemiology. So <laughs> like. Watching all of this has not been a fun thing from, you know, what I know now. Um, but I think information is in power. When people know that there's a cohesive plan and it's communicated to them, then the hoarding mentality feels like it's more controllable. Mm -hmm. uh, but I remember back in 1979 having that moment of we all got together and had like a party at my aunt's house. And they literally pulled apart toilet paper and paper towel because by our standards, right, every roll of toilet paper you have is basically two ply. 
So most people can pull their toilet paper apart and you have two rolls. Um, same thing with like most paper towels. You can pull them apart. You're going to have two rolls. Is it convenient? No. But if you're concerned, you've now just made two from one, right? So yeah. adjustments in how we look at life in such a, a way that most people take things for granted. Yeah. Um, I think it's important to, to look at the energy of it and what is the lesson we're all supposed to be learning. And again, I go back to it's the humanity side of stuff, um, not the team mentality, not the it's all about me, but the community mentality of that we're on a bigger team than just what our, our, our races, our culture, our religion, our politics. We're all in the same boat. We all have to kind of pay attention the same way. And it's like the universe is going, hey, here's an equalizer. Let's see how you deal with that. Yeah. I mean, health is the great equalizer. And so yeah. when you see movie stars and presidents of countries and prime ministers and everybody's affected, it's like, oh, shit. Yep. It, it really changes people's perspectives. And we have a decade of dystopian mentality, right? We have a decade of The Walking Dead. We have The Hunger Games. We have The Maze Runner. We have all these shows that are in our zeitgeist where it's this, like, um, end of days kind of vibe, you know? And then it's very easy to go negative. It's very easy to go to the place of everything's bad. Everything's everything's not good. Um, a colleague of, of mine that is now passed, but Sylvia Brown wrote a book called End of Days, and that's making... The rounds yes, people... I was going to ask you about that because I got hope. I wrote hope on the piece of paper and I'm like, I need to ask John about this because if you guys don't know, Sylvia Brown was a psychic and she wrote a book in 2008. Kim Kardashian has now circulated this um, and she wrote in the book, in around 2020, a severe pneumonia-like illness will spread throughout the globe, attacking the lungs and the bronchial tubes and resisting all known treatments. Almost more baffling than the illness itself will be the fact that it will suddenly vanish as quickly as it arrived. Attack again 10 years later and then disappear completely. Wild, right? Yeah. Can we channel her in? <laughs> so here's the here's the thing. I think that we're not in the end of days. Um, I think if you look back to Y2K and if you look back to the 2012 Mayan, end of the Mayan calendar, I think at, at every type of precipice of change, there's an end of days. Um, and my, my son was, you know, we were talking about like apocalyptic type times. All right, friends, let's talk about something we all do snack. Trust me. I've definitely overindulged in the past, but as you know, I am focused on my health these days. And I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor. And it's definitely become my go-to. It first came into the house because of Kevin. He was obsessed with wonderful pistachios. And then I got addicted. And now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of Wonderful Pistachios. You're going to love them. I said, don't worry until the fires come. And then the fires in Australia happens. And I said, don't worry until the locust show. And then he shows me the locust show in like Africa. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But we got to wait for the plague now. <laughs> well, you know, here we are with, with all this. So I said, listen, I go, do I think that this is the end of days? No. Do I think that it's supposed to usher in 
what that means, which is for us to sit in judgment and understanding of our own humanity and how, how we live our lives, what's the measure of success, the gauge, we're all here to learn lessons, right? We're all here yeah. to have spiritual evolution. Um, and I, I think that we've kind of gotten off track. And this is a universal way of, of, of balancing that out. And it's also the earth, which is a living organism, going, you know what? People are, are kind of like infiltrating uh, the systems of the earth. Let me regulate that back. Um, and say like, Hey, listen, pay attention. So we see there's less pollution in China and where Italy and Iran because of the shifts and changes. So maybe with people see like, Oh, look, we can actually relatively quickly make some substantial changes in our society, but do we have to be forced to do it or should we be logical and listen to the medical community, listen to the scientists when they talk about climate change, um, pay attention to things and not just go from a place of human ego, which says, no, 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 business as usual, this is what we're doing, this is how it's got to be. So it's forcing us to think outside of the box, which I think is necessary. Wow, you're blowing my mind. And I think this is so important for people to hear. One, I notice the environmental effects, and it's not like I'm a big environmentalist that's like actively out there or whatever, but I do care about it. And when I started seeing the... um you know, the news reports about the lack of or the the decline in air pollution in China and Italy and all these places. I said, Kevin, you know, this is like a reset. I feel like it. this is going to help us because we weren't going to do it ourselves. And he kind of like laughed at me. He's like, Maria, come on. That's not about the environment. I'm like, no, I think it's I think there's something like that going on here. And when you talk about a spiritual reset, I do feel like we've been like on that path of a spiritual awakening. And I know that I had one myself with my brain tumor and my mom's brain tumor, where my biggest thing was to get people to focus on their health and knowing that that's the most important thing. And it has become so cliche and trying to like uncliche that with the show and everything that I do every day. But also I remember writing so many notes about redefining success in our country and how important that was and that that was something I wanted to speak on. And I did speak on it on this show. Um, And if we go back, we can pull the quotes for fun, but we need to redefine what success is and and go back to being happy without thinking we need yachts and all these things to have happiness. Those are things things and stuff that that that's not what we're here for i mean listen are they great if you can accumulate them and that's your thing awesome but it can't be at the sacrifice of your humanity and i've been saying this for four years i keep saying it's really important you know you can't spell the word humanity without unity and and community like all of that it's about understanding how how do we communicate with each other how do we appreciate each other in our lives right how do we validate the people that mean something um and that's all part of what the actual evolution is but when someone and again, my background comes out of healthcare. For many years, I was on the clinical side where I was in and out of patients' rooms. And I, I, I would always engage with the, the patients when I was working with them. And it's so interesting, the collective, doesn't matter what floor of the hospital if I, I was on, if I was dealing with somebody in the, in the pulmonary area or somebody who was dealing with cancer or somebody who had open-heart surgery, they would all say the same things. It didn't matter who they were. It didn't, it didn't matter what they did. It didn't matter how much money was in their bank account. It mattered that they were healthy. Yeah. It mattered that their family came and saw them. Um, it, it mattered that they felt connected and not isolated. So here we are as a community being disconnected and mm-hmm. isolated, forcing us to appreciate what that connection actually should mean. 
Um, and, and it's, it's great to get together and, and, and party and, and celebrate and, you know, go out on a yacht or whatever the people want to do, but not at the sacrifice of somebody else's humanity, which is why it's really important for folks to kind of pay attention to what the, you know, the doctors are saying, which is protect yourself, wash your hands, you know, all stuff that you should be doing anyway. But the, the obvious stuff, as far as like stay away from big crowds, like two days ago to see that there were that many people in a bar or a restaurant or at Disney world, it's like, where are these folks getting their information from? Because yeah. it's not, it's not, it's not singular and it's not helpful. Um, and you know, people talk about flattening the curve. Yeah. You want to flatten the curve, but you also want to make sure that you're not the person who's going to be spreading it to people who are more vulnerable than you. Like when you work in a hospital, you look at what the measures are to kind of create universal precautions so that you're not transferring a staph infection from one pa- one patient to the next. And that's why every room's got the little red bags in it. Mm-hmm. Um, be for needles or, or, or gloves, but you want to be careful. And people do not realize how how much stuff that they touch. You know, the, people are making jokes on TikTok about touching their faces, and it's great to have humor, and it's important because the humor is important yes. to keep us like uplifted and, and light and fun and music. But awareness sometimes can be scary, so I think it's important to make sure that the awareness we have is factual based. So don't think from an egotistical standpoint, like, oh, it's like, it's all good. You know, we're going to get through this. It's going to be okay. <laughs> it's not unless you're actually really seriously taking care of this. Now, you and your mom had a serious issue. You both went through something that was difficult. It required surgery. But the surgery could be a great success. But what if there was an infection? Yep. The infection, the, the surgery could be wildly successful. But if there's a, an infection, that's an outside bacteria that comes in that wreaks havoc. Well, this is an outside virus that comes in and wreaks havoc. And there are there are vulnerabilities, you know, and we're coming into a, a season of time now where allergies are going to be kicking in and it's going to create paranoia. Me, I have them. I'm terrified. Right. Every day I go to sleep, I have anxiety because I'm like, well, what if it's not? But I know I have allergies. I have them every year right. and it's raining here in L.A. So it's even worse. But I'm distancing myself from my parents. Like I was thinking today, I'm like, wow, it's been so many days since I hugged my parents and that's sad to me because I make sure every night we hug and I tell them that I love them. And now we're doing air hugs. And obviously for the safety of them foremost, first and foremost, I, you know, I'll survive without it. But, um, but I'm terrified when, you know, I didn't take my Claritin this morning because I try not to take medication. So I'm like, okay, let's see if it won't be so bad today. And then my nose is dripping <laughs> and it's itchy. <laughs> And if you got a bit sneeze in front of somebody, then it's like they're going to like run for the hills and think that you're type yes. Tilly. Yes, yes. Oh. And by the way, here's the thing that's really scary about this. I could have come into contact with people a week ago that sure. have it. I could have it. I'm not saying, oh, I'm totally fine. No, no, no. I'm terrified that despite my allergies, I could have it and could pass it to someone. Idris Elba just got diagnosed. He said he had no symptoms. Seth Doan, who I worked with at Channel One News, who's now a reporter for CBS and is in Italy, he got corona as well. And he's like, I didn't have any symptoms. He's like, I had a little cough. They said that they weren't going to need to test me. He ended up getting tested. He got it. He has it. So we have to take so many precautions. And I think one of the things I would love to ask you on, ask you about is how... I've really worked on judgment in the last, like, let's say year, right? Um, Gabby Bernstein wrote a great book, Judgment Detox. I haven't read the whole thing, but just the fact that it existed, it put it, 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 it was in my awareness that 
I need to stop judging, period. So I've really practiced it as heavily as I can. You know, there are people today who are like a Vanessa Hudgens who on Instagram today posted a kind of tone deaf video. Did you see it? I did. Okay. So she, she's part of the problem right now, right? Because she has young people that look up to her and she doesn't, I don't think realize what she's doing because she's young. And the problem with the young people today, as you said, you saw them in bars, they aren't getting it. Their minds cannot wrap around the fact that their perfect bubble is going to burst. And so how do we handle situations like that and remove the judgment and allow for forgiveness so that someone can cannot be torched because I think that that's not right either. But I think that we have to look at the word judgment. I think that, that in a certain case like this where where you, I don't know if judgment's the right word because there's there's logic, right? Yeah. There's just like statistical data that says, "Hey, by the way, nobody is immune. Your your immune system might make you fine." But you might walk to your grandmother or whomever, and you might convey that to them. And if they've got pre-existing whatever, not only could it affect the pulmonary area, but it apparently affects the heart as well. So you're really risking other people. And I think yeah. that's the problem. And again, that's not thinking about community. That's not thinking about humanity. That's thinking about yourself. It's not convenient for you to maybe not be able to go do X, Y, and Z, whether it be go to the restaurant, the bar, the gym, Sorry, your routine is going to be interrupted for the next three months, but more than likely it will be. So how do we readjust and, and reevaluate? Um, I, I follow a number of astrologers on my Twitter. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's Frizi Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. What do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. Twitter account, and I kind of try to repost them. And what's really fascinating for me from a psychic standpoint where I have my own information and I feel and see things on my own, but I think it's really important to look outside of ourselves, right? So in my world, I will look to a numerologist or an astrologer. And when I look to some of the astrologers and I've been listening for like months, like there's an account called the People's Oracle. She's Her name is Dana. She's out of Chicago. She's been talking about critical mass with humanity hitting like in the next whatever three months. Well, now we're in the actual part where she said it. Uh, Maggie Kerr, who is a astrologer from Australia, um, she, you know, does a, a huge report every year. I mean, it is a substantial report. Um, reading her reports and her newsletter, again, it's Maggie Kerr. I was able to know who the next president was going to be when we had the last election based upon what she wrote, not because I saw it psychically, because I paid attention. It's yeah. like listening to cosmic weather, right? So, in in one of her reports, she talked about how the time that we're in is like a plague chart. So I think it's important to look at other things that help to determine, right? So here's, here's what I'm doing. 
when I talk to my family and I talk to my kids, I say, listen, this is happening. This is real. So we need to triage our lives in the moment, right? So everything that's normal is not normal. Work is not happening the same way. Um, school's not happening the same way. Everything is on pause. So it's not just for me or for you. It's for everybody. The whole world. So we're, right. We're all like, you know, paused. It's as if the Avengers was really true. And when Thanos like snapped his finger, it, it didn't make half the people disappear. It just made half of them stupid. So <laughs> it's like, seriously, like, <laughs> of people like licking armrests on a plane. I'm like, oh, my God. Well, that, that's insane. People did that? Yes. I do not was, see that. You know, there was a there was a, a video of a young um blonde lady that was like licking me <laughs> at, an airport like, see, like I needed to go take a soaked shower after watching that because I was like, Oh my god, I am crazy. I was crazy before this when it came to flying. If anybody's ever I, I, ever been a passenger next to me, they already they're they're laughing because I legitimately clean everything when i tell you i clean everything on a plane oh yeah i call I, it naomi campbelling i naomi campbell all the time i'm not i'm not as bad i don't put the sheets out i don't do like you know yeah she and i joked once but like i don't do that but i take <laughs> and i share i share my lysol wipes with everybody and it's oh so yeah funny. me too i yep. clean people's seats for them sometimes yep because people are nasty <laughs> they're filthy and this is something that i think is going to change right so when you think about it, it takes 30 days to build a new habit if we're all Lysoling and cleaning and doing all that, it's going to be something that carries. And now if you think about the positives of this, which is what I'm trying to focus on, while I breathe the negatives down the throats of the people who aren't paying attention, um, so I'm part like Doomsday Girl, where I'm telling you this is going to be like The Walking Dead meets like Handsmaid's Tale, like so that you can focus and hear me and listen and like go quarantine yourself. The other half of me is like, okay, there are going to be so many positives that come out of this. Like the flu kills millions of people every year because we are animals. We're filthy. So now we'll start to be more clean, hopefully, and then we won't spread that. And that won't be as deadly for people. But I I think the mentality that we also need to start with, and I started to say this, is that right now we have to triage our lives. So if, if somebody got an injury and they go to the emergency room, people in the emergency room are going to assess folks based upon what's taking place. So I think that we're assessing our lives right now as to what's important and what do we, what do we need in excess? Um, what don't we need in excess? Um, how can we live differently so that we can put our own sense of family and humanity first? How do we reach out to the person that might need help? Yep. Think of, like, I love that the stores are opening up earlier for people that, Oh my God. Yes. Like that made me so happy because I feel like that's a sense of community. That's a sense of humanity. Yeah. Uh, that's that's important. So doing like subtle things like reaching out to the person, asking if they're okay, um, reaching out to people via FaceTime. If you know of anybody that's dealing with any type of um, depression, or if the, if you know that people are bipolar, if you know that people are, are are grieving at a really difficult time right now, this is compounding that, and it's increasing yeah. their fear. So we have to recognize that fear is important because it can protect us, mm-hmm. but at the same token, it can also take us down and anchor us in a place of negative. So. The fact that you're doing a show like this, the fact that you're you're trying to raise awareness about being positive, it's really important now more than ever to see the beauty in life. Um, walk outside and find one thing to look at and not do what we're normally all used to doing, which is, oh, that's wrong, that's wrong, that's got to be better, this has to be fixed, this is this, this is that. But stop and say, today's a beautiful day and I'm I'm grateful and I'm coming from a place of gratitude. Gratitude is really, really important because it's meaning it means that you're taking into account where you're at, what you're grateful for, because 
it can always get worse. Yeah. It can be worse. And again, every patient I've ever worked with in the hospital, like they would all say, like, don't take your health for granted. You know, I used to take my health for granted until I was put in a position where I no longer could take it for granted. So I do have that in the back of my head. I work with a lot of people who are, who are grieving and they already know the missed opportunities that they have with that person no longer here. How important is it to be able to turn that around so that you appreciate the opportunities with the people who are still here? So I think that you're right. This gives us the opportunity to look at life through a lens that's different. And mm -hmm. I think that's what the goal is as we are looking at the end of days. But with the end of days comes new beginnings and fresh starts. Totally. So it's a, totally. It's but this is why I want to do the show every day because I can go into a pit of depression and focus on CNN and all of this stuff and hear all the doom and gloom, which I will listen to to be aware and up to date to a degree. But I want to focus on the positives. Like I was saying yesterday on the show, let's look at this time. If you can't work from home, if you're one of those people that has been laid off, use your time wisely, learn another language, start studying spirituality, get in, in shape. Like what do people do in prison, right? They work out, they read, they get their master's degrees, they do all these things. And, um, and like, I know that's a crazy analogy, but I was thinking, okay, what do cooped up people do? No, it's not a crazy analogy because right now the energetic prison that people are feeling that they're being put into because it's stopping everything in their lives, right? They, they can't do certain things or they shouldn't do certain things. Um, I, I think it, it's a great analogy because it, if once people realize that they're not in prison, that they still have their freedom, mm -hmm. that they're able to actually live their lives without the, the, the confine of what we feel like we're dealing with. Um, and I, I know mm -hmm. this is a, a strange thing to say, but I think this is where pets come in. You know, we, we see people traveling with their pets and as special uh, support animals, like emotional support. But what do they do? They give us unconditional love, right? Yeah. They show mm -hmm. us the beauty of, of connection and appreciation. They don't, they don't beyond, I mean, beyond what they need for us from like food and water, they don't want a boat or a trip or a car or a fancy leash or a diamond collar, right? They just want love. And they're food, love and food. That's it. <laughs> they're a constant reminder of what families are supposed to be about, right? Showing yeah. each other that we validate. Um, but if I if I can just say this, I, I would love to do an exercise for people so that there's something that they know that they can do daily. Yes. To manage the stress. Okay. So Please. If, if you take your hands and bring it together like this, you shake them up like this, shake them out, keep them about, you know, six to eight inches apart. And I want you to imagine that you're holding a ball of white light, like a huge white ball of light. Oof, I just got it, the chills. Yeah. Like you pluck the full moon out of the sky. And I want you to put into this ball, anything that's bothering you, anything, you know, you could start with the obvious, you know, coronavirus, COVID, quarantine, self-isolation, health, anything that you would see as being a worry, a negative, you want to put it in the ball. Okay, I got the most important things in there. Okay. Now, if I like to do the count of three, we're going to release it up and out to the universe. One, two, three. Now take your hands and shake them up, like like shake it off. And then clearly when you're done doing the show, you're going to wash your hands. But energetically, if anybody that's doing this, if you can wash your hands, it's important to just get the energy off you. A little hand sanitizer. It's a cognitive conscious release exercise where you gave yourself permission to literally name something, own it, and then release it. Yeah. So the reason why this is important is that our brain like hides things and we compartmentalize these things that are, we're, we're, we're afraid of. 
and they're in the back of your mind, wreaking havoc on your immune system, right? Wreaking havoc on your cortisol levels going up. So your needles and fear kicks in and stress kicks in and that does affect our immunity. So if we are in control of it and it's not in control of us, if we're practicing, practicing the safety measures that we need to, if we're coming at this from a mentality of humanity and unity, if we're staying faith-based, let me be clear, I'm not a religious person where I go to like church every week, but if we're coming from a foundation of faith, and I say this always, faith is free, religion you pay for, but faith is free, that's yours, that's your direct connection with the divine. Um, and whether that divine is the universe or God, whatever that spark is that you wanna plug into, it's really important to have a nice foundation up, upon that. Um, and then we release the negatives. We name it and we release it. And then we find gratitude. And that will be how we will all collect. As a first time mom of the baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps us bag stashed in the nursery. <laughs> you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. (laughs) Bonus, wonderful pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, They keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. We get through this. Um, Not to come from a place of fear and think that this is the zombie apocalypse and we have to get the last can of beans um, because then people are going to have stuff in their shelves that they wouldn't even eat normally. You know, it's like, I have to have this but you never eat that, I, but I have to have it, right? That fear kicks in. So we want to manage the fear and be practical and think of the other people that we're connected to. Yeah, I know. I, I think um, when you talk about humanity and I have been watching the people that I have always, I've always felt saddest for the elderly in our country. I've always had a really strong connection with old people and it's made me so happy to see how much we're taking them into consideration. Um, and that has been so beautiful, right? Like stores opening, like you said early, and, you know, we're texting our neighbors and making sure everybody's okay. I'm texting everyone I know that's elderly and I'm like, Kevin can be supermarket ninja for you. He can go out and get stuff like, please let us know if you need anything. That, um, that has been really beautiful to see. Yeah, and that's that's accumulating some good karma, right? That's kind of like putting what you put out there is like going to be like what comes back. And I, I think more of these stories need to be told, like more of the, the sharing about the community and 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 what that means. And I think we're gonna get there. You know, I think that we're looking at up until about June. You know, I know it seems like it's a long time away, but I think we're gonna start seeing some positive shifts when we get into the into June. Yeah. Um, you know, like a pregnancy. You know, what do they tell you? It takes nine months, nine months up, nine months down. Um, so, you know, I, I think we, if we look at that in a, just a, an, an analogy, you know, if we're three months in right now, right. We knew this was coming in January. So, yeah. um, if we're in March now, you figure another three months, hopefully we'll flatten this curve. I believe that people are going to now start to take things more seriously yeah. because states are now forcing people to take things more seriously where it's like, hello, how do we, you know, schools are closed. 
I, I think the young people that are outside of school are the ones that we have to worry about. Yeah. Those folks are, are, are not maybe getting it from the people that would kind of put rules or a regulation above them. Yeah. Um, we have Stephanie and I believe even Ashley um, in the booth. Do you guys have any questions for John? Yeah, I'm just curious, John. Thanks for joining us. If you have any have gotten any clear visions of what's to come or a timeline or any like clear thoughts on the situation. Well, I can tell you that nothing that I think metaphysical is ever clear. It's all interpreted, right? So for me, whether it's astrology or looking at a tarot card or the information that I'm, I'm feeling, um, I don't know if the word clear would be appropriate, but it's definitely interpretive. So what I'm seeing with the way I'm interpreting it is that we've got like another three months of growth that we have to grow into our community and humanity and, and a way of life being a little bit restrictive um, and different. And I think that, yeah, that, you know, the numbers are going to exponentially go up, but that's not being psychic. That's being logical. So I, I have a, I have a different kind of mentality because of the health background. So I, I know that the numbers are going to go up and I know that the more testing that's going to be um, put out there, I mean, just from hospitals alone, yeah. you know, the, the patients that have pre-existing conditions that have, you know, walked past somebody who sneezed, who now is going to test positive for that, those numbers are going to start to be reported. So you'll see on a state by state level, um, and you're going to see all over the world, you're going to places that are remote, they might not have 500 cases of it, but they'll have 10 and all you need is one. Yeah. So I think that we're going to, we are now working towards the management of it over the next, you know, six weeks. And then I think we see the, the curve start to flatten, but I think there has to be more restrictive things put on people. Um, so that they take it seriously. Any other questions in the booth? Any questions in our chat? Yes, we do have some questions in the chat. They're all so thankful for your you speak taking them through that. Um, so beautiful. Yeah, that I'm going to do that all the time now because yeah. it's so true. We've had people before talk about naming things. Amber Ray is who comes to mind specifically, but not about negative things that you just want out of your brain. So thank you for that. But curious because i know you have the ability to speak to people no longer here with us has has any connections been made on that end um not not in the way that you're asking so like and i would quite honestly when i do readings for people i don't have a relationship with their family members so like the trust that i would have in them giving me information is going to pale by comparison to what i would get from my own guides so like when my guides tell me like you know we're going to see a shift in june I, I'm 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 with them, you know what I'm saying. So I I kind of side more with because I've been working with them for 35 years. So it's like them I I understand how they deliver information. But if you know Grandma comes through from Susie, you know over yeah. the phone, um, I'll listen to it. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put the same amount of weight on it that I would that I normally would. Are your guides saying how grim this is going to be? My guides have legitimately starting from. Um, August of last year, August of last year, I started to become a little bit obsessed with Zoom. Oh, yeah. Like obsessed, where I was like, people need to start using Zoom more. <laughs> we need to start using Zoom more, you know, and I, I started like, in you know, putting like Zoom groups. I'm like now going to be doing Zoom groups of like 20 people because um, people can be all over the country and it's a way of teaching and learning. So this has been something that I've been working on since last August where I've been talking about it. And then. When I went to Australia last year, I had a very heavy sense of dread, mm. which I, I love Australia, I but know. I had such 
heavy sense of dread. And I even said to my, my cousin who travels with me, I said, I feel like, I feel like the country's covered by a big black cloud and I don't know why. So that was pre-fires. Oof. That was fires. So it was just an analogy that I used, which then turned out to be a pretty factual one, right? Yeah. So I bouncing from August to October, November, right, all through the fires, right into this. So it's a continuation. It's not an isolated feeling. So my feeling is all of these things that are happening are forcing people to look at where they live, how they live, how they're connected, how they communicate, how we work. All of this stuff is to get us to evaluate what's important, right? So when you hear that how much wildlife was killed in, in Australia, mm. it's overwhelming. And then millions of dollars are raised for it, and then people pat themselves on the back, and they say, good job on us. Life moves forward. So lesson learned? Obviously not, because here we are, right? And now it's a worldwide lesson. It's not just something that's affecting Australia. It's something that affects everybody, young, old, doesn't matter if you're a Republican or Democrat, it doesn't matter if you're wealthy or not, um, it's just the great equalizer. Yeah. John, uh, this is Ashley in the booth. Quick question. Um, forgive me. I remember you mentioning Sylvia Brown, that you knew Sylvia Brown, correct? Yeah, he, we talked about Oh, that. you already talked about Okay, yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't here. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. so you talked about the We book. have a chat question that I think was answered earlier as well. So Megan Gallagher in the chat wants to know... Um, does John think this virus is more of a spiritual awakening on a mass scale, awakening us to a higher vibration, which is so astute of her, um, because that's exactly what you said at the beginning of the show. But I think everything that happens in life, so let's, let's, let's take the virus off the table, right? If I'm working with a client and I see that that person's in a repetitive pattern relationship-wise, I now want to know why they're in that pattern, right? So I now start to dig deep into who they are as a person and why they're repeating this type of pattern. And there might be things that happen in their life as a result of the choices that they're making. So what we're seeing on a global pandemic level of choices and energy, to me, is the same thing that I see when I'm working with one person when there isn't a global pandemic, but it's the issue that's toxic in their life, right? And how that toxicity and negativity kind of bleeds out. So this is just, um, you know, a label. Uh, this is just naming it in a bigger way where it can apply to everybody, one size fits all. But the reality is it's no different than everything else we've ever done before mm -hmm. where we're supposed to look at what's the lesson. If anybody out there, take this off the table. If anybody's been in a situation where you're like, I can't do this anymore. I can't do this specific issue. I can't deal with this person at work. I can't deal with this person in my family. The moment you are in that place of I can't deal, then we need to understand, well, what is it inside of you that's making you not be able to deal with that? And are you attracting it, more importantly, that you find yourself repeating a pattern. Mm -hmm. So whether it's, you know, COVID-19 or a repetitive pattern where somebody's attracted to an addictive personality, we have to always look at what is the lesson from every experience and relationship that we're having. And I do try to raise my kids that way to look at scenarios differently so that they look at things and people and say, well, what is this person bringing into my life? You know, is this a person that I need to establish a boundary with? Um, or is this a person that I can actually, you know, be connected to, but still be aware that there's lessons here? So everything is a lesson and should be some somewhat of a spiritual awakening tied and measured to logic of the everyday world. Yeah. Did you watch Trump speak today with the U.S. Treasury? You no, didn't? I, I tried to avoid listening to him. I'd be so uh, curious. I had a very strong feeling when I was watching it today, like a positive 
right? Okay. Where I'm not political. I, I have to stay out of all of this stuff. And I, I gen- genuinely am just confused by everybody at this point and horrified by everyone. Right. Um, so, um, you know, it, it's just, it is what it is. But there was something different today as I walked through the kitchen and I just felt like a complete shift, like something major has changed in him and in what's happening with regards to the response to this in a positive way. Well, that's good. I didn't see that. But I, I think that, you know, like you you were very, very, very generous right now to deflect and not go down a, a political path. And I think that one of the important things for people to realize is you don't have to go down a political path. You just have to go down a path of humanity. Yeah. And when I talk about energy and boundaries, I think that sometimes we have to recognize that. And this is just my philosophy, like 20 percent of the population are never going to believe that there's anything energetically real. Like there's no God, there's no afterlife. 20 percent, no matter what they experience, they're just never going to. They're just that that's their place. I respect that. 20 percent are going to believe everything and anything. They scare me a little bit more than the other 20 percent, to be honest. But every, everybody else kind of falls somewhere in the middle. And I think you could legitimately apply that same level of philosophy to the people that on a political spectrum where you could say 20%, no matter what he does, they're going to love him. 20%, no matter what he does, they're going to hate him, right? That's just where they are. And then people are somewhere in the middle. So I kind of speak to the people that are in the middle. I'm not a political person. You know, I'm not somebody that's ever really been into politics. Um, I, I don't feel like I fit into a box. I'm a rule breaker when it comes to things. So I don't follow a like party line, but I will tell you this, you could look and say, what's, what's right and what's wrong. You could say energetically, this is not pro humanity. You could say energetically, this is not positive and odds are not in his favor when it comes to pro humanity, anything. So it's, you know, you don't have to say it. I will say it. So I'm not yeah. a fan. I'm not a fan of what's been put out there. I'm not a fan of how things have been handled. Not a fan from a uh, healthcare background standpoint of the mixed messaging. And I think all of that actually increases the amount of people that could have come in contact with the virus or could have been sick. That's not political. That's factual. So from an energy standpoint, when somebody doesn't know what to do when it comes to politics and they want to like hang their hat on their red hat or their blue hat, that's foolish. The reality is the hat that you should be wearing is one that's of an H, a humanity hat. Not a Hillary hat, a humanity hat. I like it's that. Really, you know, it's really important because that is why we're here. Nobody yep. Cares. You know what I'm saying? Oh, for but, sure. For cares. sure. Like, I was crossing over and, you know, cross country and I was doing a TV show where, you know, people in the control room, the directors, the producers, they would say stuff like, you know, you, you can't do that now. You, you can't do a reading now. We need you to read the teleprompter for the next segment. And I'd be like, do you think they care? You think anybody cares that we're trying to attempt to put a TV show together? That person wants to connect with her son. Yep. You know what I'm saying? He's going to come through for her daughter. Like, that's what we have to do. You guys have to point the camera and, and aim, right? So energetically, the universe doesn't care. The universe is going to be the universe. We have to care about how we're existing or coexisting with everything. Yeah. As It's all about being one. Not to sound yeah. so like, you know, new agey, but it, it's, it's the, you know, it's the most grounded approach coming from a place of being human. So true. Not, so true. And I've not felt that, but I felt some of it today. And I was like, ooh, please, God, please, God, let things be shifting in there because that's where things really need to shift. <laughs> and so people in, people in positions of power have to recognize the power that they that they that they have mm-hmm. um, and, and utilize it to its best possible good. 
But here's my big problem right now with them. Oh, my God. I mean, this isn't my big problem. Sorry. This is a stupid problem. But it's no, it's not even a stupid problem. Here's my problem. Let's just say it like this. You're telling people to socially distance and you're all sardined behind him in a shot. They're all elderly. They're all so susceptible. Everyone get away. Why do we have to do news conferences the way we've done them before? Line up some mics that are six feet away from each other and go from person to person to person or file people in and file people out. I can't even believe what they're doing. Well, it sends a mixed message. Yes, it sends a huge mixed message to these young people who aren't listening. But also, you know, you guys are are all we have. If you go down, who's going to be there to pick up the pieces? If every senator is in taking votes and and they're all in like a confined space, what are we doing? You know, I, I, I again. <laughs> we just took a complete left turn. I'm going to leave it where we were because we were in a beautiful space. And I do believe in the laws of attraction. Do you believe in the laws of attraction? I do. But yeah. I, I go back to the, but I, I've been doing this a long time. So I go back to when it was creative visualization by Shakti Gwynn, not the secret. Yeah. Okay. Well, for me, it's like, I want to attract the good. So I want to stay in a good space. Like I said, there are moments when I have to go into like crazy, like put some fear of God in some of these people so that they understand how serious this is. And so I've scared a lot of millennials into getting ready um, because I'm surrounded by them with our, our networks at AfterBuzz. But the other side of me is trying to stay positive and say, how can we be useful in this time? How can we self-care? Um, and how can we make use of this time when everyone complains about not having enough time in life. Well, here we are. We're going to have a couple months of it probably. Yep. So if you look at the word information, it's to inform, right? But it also has the word formation in it. So it's like you're informing people about how to be. So informing people is really where we need to be at info. We want to give people information that's going to help them to keep them healthy and safe. Yep. Because we are going to hear more and more and more and more people. I mean, listen, if the flu spreads as quickly as the flu spreads, this is just logic that this type of you know um, virus is going to spread in, in a similar way. The important thing is how do we maintain it? Yeah. John, thank you so much. Wow. This was even better than I could have expected, to be honest. Um, I think it's everything that we needed, hope and and yeah and and what the true root of this is and how we can become better together (laughs) check out the astrologers like literally read the cosmic weather like there's a lot of information out there follow maggie kerr follow sam reynolds um follow the people's oracle um folks like that they're they're putting information out constantly helping raise awareness to kind of like let people know like don't panic but here's the lesson. Like, yeah. stay, stay informed, make good choices, right? It's really, it really does come down to that. And I know that this is a really difficult time for people, but imagine like, you know, when you had a snow day as a kid, the excitement that you had as a snow day, how great it was that you could be home, you know, not have to do your work or do whatever. Try to find the joy in it um, and then just watch the amount of cookies that you're eating because if you guys are like me, there's a lot of cookie eating happening. I had a big put in the microwave chocolate chip delicious hot cookie last night. <laughs> yeah. The uh, diabetes rates might go up with all the sugar we're going to consume in the house, but 
Um, yeah, no, thank you so much, John. And uh, I appreciate you taking the time and, um, and helping us. Thank you. Good luck, guys. Love you. Good to see you. Sorry, Kevin. I will. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Well, damn. That was awesome. That was amazing. That was really awesome. You know what's interesting, Maria? I um, watched the press conference this morning, and um, I don't have a lot of positivity (laughs) in that direction, but I will say there was a lot of bad things that happened, but there was some good statements happened. It was actually the first time I've heard him say, let's not care about party lines. Let's just unite and get this done. And I appreciate, I want to give credit for any good that we're getting because I'll take what we can get. And I think that's what you were saying. Like, if we can get good, let's focus on that and move forward. Yeah. I I just feel, I felt a little shift. I felt a little bit more positive. I felt like this was being taken more seriously. And... You know, that I don't know. I, I just felt something. And so, and it was positive. Other than the naming of the virus incorrectly. I, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen, hopefully that's because he's not sleeping and there's just, they're overwhelmed and whatever. I mean, Bernie and Joe Biden were calling it Ebola and SARS the other night. I mean, it's happening everywhere. <laughs> and I don't know how, but, you know, I guess when you're tired. It's so happen. crazy he brought up that the sylvia brown thing i know i know well we had it on our list here it's crazy but um i just think that he had such an interesting um way to look at this totally that is so so dead on in my mind right like we need a return to humanity we need to redefine what success is in our country so that we're not killing ourselves because we can't get to Kim Kardashian status and get yachts and whatever. Not that Kim has a yacht, but you know what I'm saying? Like everybody wants to be a superstar now. Everybody wants to be a rap star. Like there is, there is beauty in every job. Every job is needed. It's just like the animal kingdom, right? Like every animal, every insect has a role. We all have a role and we have to be satisfied with enough. And I remember saying this and Ashley you probably remember too, after surgery, I was like, we need to redefine, like, why aren't we happy when we can pay, you know, own our own home and be able to take a vacation a year and, you know, the simple joys in life. Why does it have to be on ecstasy? Well, and it's totally relative. If everyone, and I'm not trying to push a socialist agenda by any means, I want to be clear about that. I'm just saying if everyone lived in an igloo, you would be very happy with your igloo. And I do think like you work for different things and there's diff- everything costs different amounts and you get paid different amounts. And I totally respect um, that. But I do think we need to readjust the way that we judge things and really think about the power that you're giving things and the importance that you're placing in it. And is it important? And does it define you as a human if you have a fur coat or not? And it doesn't. But yeah. for some breaking news, Maria, what? Uh, four Brooklyn Nets players have tested positive oh, for boy. COVID-19. Thank God the NBA shut it down. Yep. Could have been horrible. Yeah. All the fans there. Everything. It's so, so crazy. Well, I think that is going to wrap it up for us today. Um, We're going to have another amazing show for you guys tomorrow, probably around the same time, 
noon yes. or one. Yes. We will put it on social media what time we're going to go up live. And share those because that's how we can get. I saw a bunch of people in the comments talking about how great this is and you feel the community and that's why we're doing this. So share it because the more people we get, the more positivity we're spreading. Yes, please, please, please. Yeah, share it. I mean, listen, I don't know a lot of people that are able to broadcast right now outside of like the major news networks. And so um, positivity is just so important right now. And And listen, like having a place to vent it out, say it. Right. And then let's see how we can make lemonade and how we can shift out of those thoughts because they're not going to serve us. Right. Like not saying we're not going to have them. Trust me. I told you I'm going back and forth. I'm having them. And then I'm like, okay, no, we got to stay calm. And by the way, what a great, what a great form of Xanax, right. For people to do this ball, you know, white light ball activity once a day that john just taught us i think that's amazing so um i, I think that we it. have to be kind and compassionate not everyone is as educated as you are not everyone's going to be as up to up to date as you are as i'm having to breathe reality into people you know our friend joe had no idea what was going on i texted him yesterday i go what do you mean you have no idea he's like i have no idea i'm like what and so I think that people will say and do things that are tone deaf. And um, for me, it is something that we have to try to move past and forgive. And um, I think uh, I think that's important. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. I do. We, one more positive thing we could end on yes. is John Legend was doing at-home concerts Yay. for people. He posted it on Twitter, I think. Uh, let's see if we can share it. Oh, I see him at his his piano, but I can't yeah. hear him. But that's so cool. So well, just check out his Instagram. We'll put in the summary of this um, show, obviously, um, a link to um, the or we'll list all the um, psychics that John was mentioning yeah, as well. Yeah, I wrote this down. And um, and join us tomorrow if you if you like this episode and you think you know anybody in your life would benefit from it. You know, um, share it with people. Share it on social. Um, I think what John gave us today was invaluable. I really loved it, and I'm so grateful to him. So thank you guys, as always, for joining us. Um, You can find me on social media, at Maria Menounos. By the way, we'll be using a lot of humor on TikTok because I do agree with John. Humor is really important right now. Um, And um, I think we need to keep our sense of humor because that's all we're going to have as this gets bleaker and bleaker um and june is a far away (laughs) like it's far away in our days right now because this is this is not where you're able to pass time as easily as normal when we're running around like crazy people so time has fully become a construct that it has always been oh yes so june (laughs) is very far away normally i'd be like i'm almost 42 I'm going to be 42 in like dog years. Like it's going to take forever to get to 42 now. 2020 is a century. Yeah. So just everybody, um, you know, keep that in mind. It's going to be a minute. So let's try to be as positive as we can be and use our humor to help us get through. I have some really funny TikToks that I just shot with my parents. Hello, you're going to die. Yes. Um, And uh, you can find Steph at Steph Sabra. Yes. And remember, be nice people, make good choices, and be present.